Whenever we talk budgets, we always, of course, look at the numbers. We've been talking about the deficit, $7.9 billion. We're talking about the debt, $123 billion. There's lots of spending issues around uh, hydro and education and health care, of course. But within um, this announcement today, there was $34 million announced for the in vitro fertilization program. Joining me now to talk a little bit about IVF and this announcement today uh, is a fertility coach, Laura Spencer. Laura, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, your reaction, first of all, to this new program and this money being set aside for IVF? I mean, I'm thrilled. This is fantastic. A long time coming, but this will be life-changing for so many British Columbians. So I'm, I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. And so for our audience, what this means is, uh, I mean, the program will have to be set up, but basically government is saying we will pay for a single cycle of in vitro, in vitro fertilization. Um, right. do, and, uh, and, and for our audience, how many pro- do you know how many provinces are doing this right now? So right now, Ontario is doing it and Quebec is doing something very similar. But every other every province except Alberta and Saskatchewan has some kind of IVF funding program. I see. Uh, and what's the cost of IVF in, here in British Columbia? If a couple are having difficulty uh, having children, what's the cost if they wanted to go through IVF? Well, on average, it's about $20,000, and that's because you don't necessarily just need one. You might actually need multiple, or you need some extra testing or screening and things like that. So it varies from person to person, but it's thousands of dollars, yeah. How um, big of a challenge is it in this province? And I just want to get a sense of, of scope a little bit here. How, how big of a challenge is it here in our province? We don't have those exact numbers. What we do know is across Canada, one in six. Mm-hmm. But because BC actually has some of, has the highest rate of infertility in pockets of it um, across the country, we probably have it higher. And it also doesn't include some people like, you know, single moms by choice, um, that kind of thing. So it's there are a lot of people impacted. You, you probably know someone if you if they haven't disclosed it to you, it might be a mystery. You know, you might not know it. It's private mm-hmm. to them, but most people know somebody who has been through infertility or has infertility. If someone were to come to you as a fertility coach, how long is the process to go through an IVF cycle? Well, the process can take a while. Um, first of all, there are many reasons to go through IVF, but if it is circumstantial infertility then you know that you're going to have that as an option right away whereas somebody who can try at home and you know they're under 35 they've been trying for a year then you're technically diagnosed with infertility and then you start looking at your options then you're going through the process of picking your fertility clinic and then it's going to be a few months um, potentially waiting and then the cycle itself takes about eight weeks on average so it, when you add it all up, it's it's all uh, it's a long adventure. <laughs> it is, um, and and we have very stringent rules and regulations around in vitro fertilization, um, and this has been done done over many many years. I remember years ago when I was based as a reporter in India, that sometimes you'd see Canadians and Americans coming to India because it was cheaper there to to, to get IVF. Mm. But the rules here, uh, I would believe, are much more stringent in regards to the cycles and all of those types of things. Um, the, in regards to couples dealing with. I, IVF and just, you know, trying to conceive. A lot of this, I guess, has to do with, A, you know, obviously health, but the other, I guess, is women are also working longer, too, are they not, in their careers, and sometimes you end up starting families later, too, right? 
absolutely. That that has an impact for, for some people. Um, and also, you know, the cost of living. You want to make sure that you have enough funds or, yeah, you get some, you know far enough along in your career where you can afford it. Um, a child, whether it's, we call it a free baby or through IVF eventually, you might find out that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, absolutely. People are having, you know, trying to have children a little bit later um, than they, they used to. So that does that does have an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, is is the funding enough in your mind? I mean, like I've, I've looked at different numbers. Some have said there's about 1,800 couples in BC uh, that could potentially be helped in this. And I would argue there's probably, as you say, one in six, there could be a lot more than that. Uh, is $34 million enough to, to, to help uh, for, in regards to helping couples who want to go through one cycle of IVF? Sorry, I misspoke. It's not one in six who need IVF. It's one in six who go through infertility. And there are plenty of people who go through infertility, but okay. IVF isn't the treatment they need. Yeah, I misspoke. So, I mean, that makes sense, um, those those numbers. Although the, the IVF program right now, it's not going to actually affect those people necessarily. If you need IVF, you're going through it now. You're not going to wait. Mm-hmm. You want to get pregnant as soon as you can. So people who are eligible in April 2025 those aren't those people necessarily who are waiting right now mm-hmm. it's for the it's for the future but absolutely there are plenty of people including myself and my husband who need more than one cycle of IVF sometimes the first cycle you don't get any em- embryos sometimes there's an issue and you need to readjust and do a second cycle mm-hmm. so a lot of different a lot of different scenarios in terms of how much um, it costs um, the medication is much more than another person's cycle. So I would argue, and I hope that the advisory council, when they're you know actually implementing this, consider those couples who do require more than one cycle. And there are lots of different scenarios to make this work. Maybe it's tied to to income, um, but there's a way to make sure that the money's going to the right place. And in other provinces, Ontario, I think, led the way in this country in regards to yes. praying for the first cycle of IVF. Uh, there is a wait list, is there not? I mean, it's a very popular program. Um, the reason that's why I asked you the previous question is $34 million to me says once this is known and, and there's a marketing of it, uh, one could easily argue $34 million may not be enough and it may lead to long waiting lists. It might impact waiting lists. There, obviously, the population is quite different in Ontario versus BC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, there, there is a, there's going to be a demand, and that will increase, but not too much. I mean, IVF isn't something that's like, oh, I'll just give it a try. Oh, it's just something I'll just do. It doesn't work like that. It's a very grueling process, mentally, emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. So it's something if you if if it's medically necessary, if it, if you're a candidate and you decide to that's your route um, because of, you know, advice from your doctor, then you're going to be doing that if you can afford it. And in this case with the IVF program, because the the government funds it. um, But there's definitely, it's not something where all of a sudden the floodgates are going to open and there are so many more people wanting to do IVF. I don't think that's going to happen. And it's interesting. I, even the, the finance minister got quite emotional uh, when she made the announcement today on part of her speech. And, and this is really going to change lives, isn't it, at the end yes. of the day, those who are able to get funding for, for, for a cycle of IVF? It is life-changing. I mean, I shed tears. It's, it is life-changing. This is the difference between somebody being able to have a baby and not, or like having a sibling for their current child or not. Like it's, it's remarkable. It's remarkable. Well, Laura, uh, uh, congratulations to you and the whole entire community who's been advocating for all of this. And uh, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jazz. I appreciate the attention on this.